This is The Relaxed Male, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. This is The Relaxed Male, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to The Relaxed Mail. All right, now I'm a little bit of a a change up here. So I don't have my, <laughs> I don't have my opening script, but either way it's that's all right. That's fine because we're, we're, we're trying, we're playing it by ear. And this is because essentially of what I'm going to talk about today, this is don't have excuses. And this is what we're, this is the full thing that we're going to be talking about is why do we let obstacles get in our way and how do we stop allowing those obstacles to get in our way? And that's that's such an important thing to to take and to cover and to to process. So, but before we actually jump into that, I want to say hi to all the folk, new guys out, out there. Had a blast this uh, previous weekend over at, and this is the reason why I had to change some, my recording style up because I was over in Medicine Park, Oklahoma. And doing kind of a little hippy dippy thing, and it was it was a little different, a little fun, and it was uh it was a whole new experience. I had a whole lot of stuff that I'd never been exposed to, so a lot of stuff that was a little you know like what the hell are we doing here? And still being able to build contact, still being able to go through and have a good time. I've met a lot of new people and not a lot of interesting people. And which, I mean, if you're around a whole bunch of, uh, and I'm going to say hippies, but if these are not the hippies that I'm used to, this is not the hippies that my grand, my daddy was known for. So the, <laughs> these are, because I figured, honestly, I thought I would show up and I would be the old gray beard. Cause I am an old gray beard, but it, was not what I thought it was going to be because everybody there was my age. I'm like, oh, it's a geriatric hippie. All of a sudden, yeah, it's a little different. I'm not sure what I'm doing here, but it was so much fun. I mean, granted, I ate a whole lot of vegetables because they, the person holding the, uh, holding the event was the Healthy Hippie Cafe. And shout out to Kelly and her, uh, her husband, Daryl, because they did a bang up job. And believe it or not, you can actually get vegetables that are pretty darn tasty. I, I hear. I hear vegan options and I'm thinking, yeah, we have got so many chemicals and stuff combined to convert a potato into a rack of ribs that it's not, it's not even able to be qualified as a potato anymore, you know? And that's not the case. I mean, she uses a lot of nuts. All right. There's a lot of nuts and seeds that are being used to make substitute dairy products and 
Kelly, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I love you. You're doing a bang up job, but I, I didn't try much of the dairy products. I've just, no, yeah. butter has got to be butter and cheese has got to be cheese. I did try the nacho cheese and I'm not, she's got to have a little bit of, uh, of witchcraft going on in there because I don't know where the cheese flavor comes from, but she did a decent job on the nacho cheese stuff where it, you could still tell it was not real cheese, but it's a pretty dang close example of what, uh, of, of a cheese flavor. I mean, if you were a cheese, if you'd never had cheese in your life, you would think that that's what cheese is supposed to taste like. So, but anyhow, so, but other than that, great time, wonderful time. It was, uh, so much fun. Uh, they had the thing called sound bathing, which uh, that's the one thing I was like going sound bathing. What in the ham, ham and, uh, ham and bacon is going on around here. But you know, it was really cool because I mean, as you're sitting there in this, we were sitting down on, on the back porch, essentially, or the back patio of the, uh, of this restaurant. And this guy, this set up three gongs all about. Eight to ten singing bowls had some chimes, a uh, uh, rain disc, and all that. And I mean, it was just. It, and he started out making noise in these gongs. You know, at first you wong, and it just kind of was there, it was just there. But as he kept wong and ringing the gong and making it make uh, weird noises and stuff like that, this sound started filling up the whole space and some. And it was such a unique experience. And as he got to going with all three gongs, you know, all of a sudden you were getting resonance happening. And so things were getting louder, but at the same time you were getting phasing. And so other things were, were dimming out and it was just, it was bizarre and in a really cool way. And that's all the best way I can describe it. And so you ask, you may be asking why, if this is so weird, if this was going to be really woo-woo, why did I go? And I went for the very topic that we're talking about today. And that is, do not let stuff get in your way. Do not let excuses get in your way. Because that's all you're facing between you and whatever your dream is. The thing that's keeping you in place and the thing that's keeping you playing small and the thing that's keeping you set firmly in your, in your, your couch with a controller in hand, not talking to your wife, not going out to the shed and working on whatever it is, whatever idea, dream, hope, or aspiration you have is what your excuses is why your having distance, um, having lack of connection with your teenage son who desperately needs your attention all because you're telling yourself excuses. You're not doing any of this. You're letting people down. You're just settling is because you've told yourself excuses. You've bought that excuse hook, line, and sinker. And didn't even bother to really try to get past it. Oh, well, I don't have the, uh, I don't have the money to, to do any advertising. I'll tell you a secret. Right now I'm advertising the, the try coaching deal, the try coaching event that I have coming up. This coming, 
here in two days, when this comes out, it'll be this Thursday, which will be the uh, the twelfth, Friday the thirteenth, Saturday the fourteenth, the fourteenth. I have got to try coaching. If you want to try to get past whatever BS you're telling yourself, this coaching event will help you do that. You can all you have to do is sign up, and I and you'll get a an invite from for a Zoom call from me. We're going to sit down and we're going to have a discussion. We're going to talk about it. We're going to find out what is it that's holding you back. What is it that you need to do to stop procrastinating? What do you need to do to stop overeating? What do you need to do to start making steps to build that connection with your wife again? What do you need to do to start getting that connection with your sons or daughter again? What do you need to do to get that promotion you want? Or maybe you want to make your own business. You want to start up your own business. What do you need to do to do that? What do you got to do? You have got to get rid of the excuses. I don't know people is my big excuse. I keep telling myself, well, I I can't, I, I don't meet people. Well, you want to know why I don't meet people? Because I don't go out. So what did I do? Because I came across this idea, this yonder fest that happened last weekend. It was a means of, Hey, let's get out there. And I met a lot of people. Menzi, crazy girl. She she got herself in trouble a little bit because she was talking through the night after after quiet time. But you know, that's cool. That's Menzi. Chris, her her camping partner, and their two friends. I got to meet the, them. I met Daryl and, and Kelly and Adam Deathridge, who was the uh the sound guy, the sound ba- bathing guy. I got to go off and watch, uh, saw a, uh, got a massage from, uh, from a gal who just did a bang up job. I didn't know I was sore in certain places until she pointed it out. And I was like, Oh, well, yeah, that's always been there. And she got, got rid of it, tried new things. I, I was wanting to try the Wim Hof, uh, ice bath, but I was in the process of getting a, uh, getting massage at the time. So I didn't quite get it and I didn't want to get all tense because I'd just gotten, you know, all, all relaxed. So, <laughs> but I can, I know how to do a nice bath. I know how to do that. And it's just, I'd, I'd get a little horse trough and fill, throw a bunch of ice in it, fill it up with water and then jump in and then scream a lot. Or at least I would, or at least I think I would. So, but anyhow, you can't allow excuses to keep you from reaching whatever it is, whatever goal you want to have. And then there's other things that cause us to not make our, make our, our plans and stuff available. We come to the problem of having, you know, we start talking to other people and we hear their opinions. Oh, well, you don't think, I don't think that's going to work for you because you know, this, that, these, there, and the other, you know, you hear people say, well, you know, you can't get anything done in, in, uh, in Hollywood because, you know, they, it's all run by, run by, by greedy capitalists, blah, 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 or ran by, you know, you know, progressive socialists or whatever, depending on who you talk to there, you can't make it in Hollywood because of X, Y, and or Z. And it's one side of the coin or the other. Yet that's what kills a lot of people's hopes and dreams. They get told you can't make it. Oh, Okay. I can't make it. It's kind of like the guy with the uh, the violin, the violin player who was wanting to become the world's greatest violin player, and he finds the uh, uh, 
the greatest violin teacher there is and plays for him and asks, so I want to be the world's greatest violin player. Do I have what it takes? And the violin player says no. Fast forward 10, 20 years down the road, and that violin player is a very successful businessman. He's a, he's a financier and, and all that. And he's always, he's made millions and millions of dollars. And as he's walking down the street, he sees the, uh, sees that old violin teacher again. And he goes, oh, I appreciate you telling me that I didn't have what it takes. I can't believe all that, all the good stuff that's happened to me because I took your advice and I stopped, uh, stopped playing the violin. And he's going, what? Why did you stop playing the violin? Well, because you told me I didn't have what it takes to be the world's greatest violin player. And the guy just very sadly shook his head and he's like, oh, I see. Well, that's sad because that's what I tell all my students. The guy gave up his dream because somebody told him, a very well-known, respected teacher of uh, the violin, that he didn't have what it takes. So he stopped trying. And that's what a lot of us do is we stop trying. We don't do the the hard stuff because we've been told we can't do the hard stuff. And the other is asking other people for advice. The advice is an excuse also, because if you try it and it doesn't work, oh, well, I guess it just wasn't meant to be. It gives you the excuse to look at another person and go, they didn't know what they're talking about. Instead of looking at you, looking at yourself going, well, I've got to try something a little different this time because that didn't work out. We go through this rigmarole all the time. We want to, we go to other people. We turn to them for advice. Why do we turn to them for advice? So that if we, if they end up giving us bad advice, it's not our fault. Oh, no, no, no. It's not our fault where we, we, we failed. It's the person who gave us the advice that failed or they give you advice and you go, I'm not going to do that. And so you don't do it and it might've worked. You don't know. So you've got to stop taking advice from other people. You've got to know and sit firmly in the belief that you can actually do whatever it is you want to set your mind to, because guess what? Your mom and dad were actually right in that department. If you want to do something, you can go out and do it. If you want to sit around and be a bump on a log. Well, guess what? You're going to sit around and be a bump on a log. If you want to sit around and become the greatest, you know, businessman known to man, well, you can sit around and become the greatest businessman known to man. And you're going to find out that the details of sitting probably isn't going to be the, the best idea. You're going to have to tweak your idea. You're going to have to make little changes between what you think is a good idea and what is actually a great idea. So what do you need to do to actually get yourself moving? How do you get yourself, if you're telling yourself a whole bunch of excuses as to why you can, can't, or should, or shouldn't be doing something, how do you change that? First off, you got to know your why, all right? Simon Sinek was 100% correct on that one. Know your why. Why are you getting out of bed, trying to bash your head against a, a, a brick wall every single day? Why? You can answer that. You're going, nothing's going to stop you. Your wife will stand in the way going, we, I, we can't be doing this. I, you need to pay attention to the kids. I will pay attention to the kids, but I have to get this done first. And so it is a matter of you taking the time to examine why you want a better relationship with your wife. Why do you want a better relationship with 
your kids. Well, because I need to have a better a better relationship. Well, why do you you need a better relationship? You have to come up with an excuse that will override your motivational triad. We've talked about that one many times. And then what you, what do you do to get over that excuse? Is you have to make a plan. You have to go out and try time and time and time and time again. And you try it. You execute that plan. You look, say, all right, well, I've got to get 10 clients. Well, how are you going to get the 10 clients right now for me? I don't know. I'm trying. I'm seeing what happens with the, uh, with the 10, with the try coaching deal in all reality. Let's see what happens. If I get 10 people to come on and they like how my coaching style is, maybe they would like to come in and have more coaching done. That's my line of thinking. Is it going to work? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. If it doesn't, okay, well, I'll probably throw my hands up, get really pissed and kind of moody for a day. And then I'm going to pull my big boy britches back up and I'm going to go ahead and try something different. I'm going to try to find a way to get people to start paying attention to the try coaching more than likely. And once I get the try coaching thing done, then I've got, I've got my next step to do right now. I want to see if I can get 10 people signed up to, for coaching. And from those 10 people, eventually I want to get 10 clients who are paying me so that I can actually get out of the truck. And with those 10 clients, I will turn those 10 clients into 20 clients, those 20 clients into 40 clients, 40 clients into group coaching, group coaching into who knows what. That's how far down the road I'm looking. That's all I'm looking at right now. I have got to get one client first, followed by multiple other clients, followed by more clients, followed by a full coaching calendar, followed by group coaching where I'm able to help a whole lot of people. Why? Because I see men struggling and I cannot sit back and watch these guys give up on their dream simply because they don't think they can. They've got the universe and the world and society beating on their heads saying they're mean or horrible, terrible, no good, awful brutes. When in all reality, they are some of the most loving men out there. They have just been shoehorned into a category because someone's got a vendetta out for them. Someone thinks that they were wronged by the world. And the root of that wrong is that there was a bunch of white men running around and those white men caused all these, all the problems in the world. Well, we know that's a bunch of bull crap and we know that's just an excuse to, as to why they want to be just absolutely abhorrent to other humans. They complain about the atrocities that white men create by doing those atrocities. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So you got to have a plan. Know your why. Execute that plan daily. When it comes to listening to the advice of others, make sure they're high quality people that you're listening to. If it's your buddy Frank who sits on the couch getting stoned all the time, that's not a high quality person to listen to. Oh, well, Frank had a dispensary once. Well, why doesn't he have a dispensary now? Someone sold it went out and undercut him and so he didn't have money to keep up or otherwise he didn't know what he was doing there's a little something you can learn from him but i would rather go off and learn something from somebody who faced into the same problem but got out of it so somebody who's been in business for 10 years what do they know who are you talking to in that field 
you want to be somebody who may, who's got a million dollars in the bank? Well, how do you get a million dollars in the bank? You talk to people who've got millions of dollars in the bank. Oh, well, they don't talk to me. You want to know why they don't talk to you? Because you've told yourself that they don't talk to you. You're going to show up being low quality with the low quality thought. Stop with the low quality thinking. Understand that everything that you can do, everything that they've done is something you can do too. Well, how do I make a multi-million dollar deal? By making a $1 deal. You have to start small. You have to put in the time, man. That's the big thing. That's the thing a lot of you guys have a hard time understanding. I have been at this at Relaxed Mail itself. Honestly, it started out as a, if you've heard my story, this thing started out as a as a, uh, a men's magazine. Actually, it started out as a store that lasted only six months and got folded into a men's blog that converted itself, pivoted into a men's wellness blog that pivoted into men, men's coaching. And that's over the span of seven years. Relaxed Mail in its current state has been running since 2018. Yeah, 2018. I had to think about that. I had to do the math in my head. Yeah, 2018. And then I tried, well, the end of 2018. And then did that for about a year. Then the blog, then the podcast came along. And then I started up, got certified coaching and have been going and pushing this as a serious business for about a year and a half, two years now, coming up on two years in November. Cause yet, no, yet uh, it's 23, isn't it? Yeah. So for two years, been pushing on this and I'm not stopping because I know you guys have are struggling and I want y'all to see how amazing life is. I've seen the finish line. I've seen where I want to go, and I know that that's actually possible. That's possible for you. It's possible for me. It's possible for anybody. Even your wives can actually go through and use everything that you learn if they want to and become better. But to be able to do that, you have to be okay with failing, which is something us guys fear. All of a sudden, we fail. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the end of the world's here. I can't fail. Yeah, you can. Celebrate those failures. Because they're not actual failures. Did you succeed in getting your 10 clients? No. But that's is that a failure? It could be viewed as one. Or it could just be viewed as, I didn't achieve what I was after. And so I got to ch- figure out where I screwed up, make a needed change, and try again. And man, you get out there. You try. You try again. Uh, well, I can't because I've got PTSD. You know what? I'm sorry you've got that. I'm sorry you had a horrible time in your life. But maybe that PTSD that you have is the key you need to unlock your door to find your true purpose. What? Yeah. Maybe you're using your PTSD as an excuse to not succeed. Uh, I, I was abused when I was a kid. Well, congratulations. Everybody, in some form, fashion, or another, with the way today's society runs, everyone has some type of quote-unquote trauma. Whether they're the girl that kissed you said you kissed like a dead fish, or you're you know you actually had a parent who sexually abused you and then beat you for it. Even the soldiers, they went overseas, they fought in the war, they put up, they gave out, gave their lives for our for our country. 
A lot of them come back really messed up in the head. Yet a lot of those who all came back messed up in the head also turned around and became incredibly successful. Why? Because they didn't buy the story that they were to be messed up in the head. So, so you're saying that I should be giving up, uh, shouldn't be going to therapy and stuff. No, go to therapy. Therapy is good. All right. Therapy is needed for some folks, especially if you don't believe that you're at a good level. If, if you're below your uh, baseline, therapy will get you up to the baseline. Coaching takes you from the baseline and sends you into the stratosphere, man. I can get you up to wherever it is you want to go. But to be able to do that, you first have to be able to get up to that baseline. And a lot of people with PTSD or have told themselves that they ain't worth crap is so far down the below the baseline that there's they have to get the therapy. And I hope if you're getting therapy, you're sticking with it. You're going through the process. You're doing the steps. You're trying the exercises, whatever it is that they doctor that you're talking to is doing whatever it is they need you to do because with that long road of fighting and you get up to a good a good level that air is going to start becoming real sweet that air is going to become so wonderful so magnificent but to be able to do that you have to work your way up to the top and you have to get to the top by climbing each one of those rungs and none of them are easy you're going to fail. You're going to slide. You're going to misstep. You're going to fall. You're going to have to, you're going to fall back onto old habits. That doesn't mean you're a failure. It just meant that you went back to an old habit. So you can stop with the habit and get back onto the track that you need to go so that you can keep going. And if you want to know how you do that, go to relaxmail.com forward slash try coaching all together. One word, no spaces. Put your first name in, your last name in, email address. You'll get a you'll get a notification from me. You'll get an email from me for the Zoom call on on Saturday. This coming Saturday, Saturday the fourteenth, ten o'clock in the morning. You can make it if it's important to you. You'll make it and you'll be there, ready, raring to go. And I will talk to anybody who's in the Zoom call. We will go through. If I have to coach for for eighteen hours. I'll coach for 18 hours. I don't know how I'll do it, but that's okay. I don't need to know how. I just know I'm going to do it. So, man, I hope to see you at this try coaching event. Relaxmail.com forward slash try coaching. See you then because I want to see you become better. So, guys, thanks again for listening. Y'all take care. Share this out with everybody that you know. Share it out on Facebook and Instagram and threads and all the other places. Because there's other men out there who need to hear this message. And I want to see see this movement grow. I want to become big, huge. I want it to become something that is becomes a word in the lexicon. I am a relaxed male. When that becomes a verb, by damn, I know <laughs> I've done good. So guys, with that. Y'all take care. Have a great rest of the week, and I will see you all next week. Till then, bye.